Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you right now, exactly in the place where you are. Well, here we are. It's the week before Holy Week. And Lent becomes, in a sense, a little bit more serious as we begin to reflect more deeply on the events of of Good Friday and the resurrection on Easter Sunday, on the call that we all have in our own lives to be followers of Christ or what the Scriptures call disciples. I want to look at a passage of Scripture. It's a very, very challenging passage of Scripture, and yet it will speak to all of us today. Luke chapter 14, verse 25, and it says, Now large crowds were travelling with him, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower doesn't first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, the fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to war, wage war against another king will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000. If he cannot then, while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all of your possessions. This is a tremendously challenging passage of Scripture. And when we read it in the English, in the English, what we do is it it even appears more challenging than what it is. Now, there are three challenges that Jesus puts within this. Have a look at verse 26. And we'll put these on the screen. Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself cannot be my disciple. That's one. Number two, whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. That's two. And number three, in verse 33, so therefore none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all of your possessions. And when we read that about about hating, uh, you know, family members, about uh, picking up the cross, about giving away all our possessions, many people dismiss that and go, well, that's too hard. And particularly if we read it in the English, it appears that way. In, there's a literary technique here from the ancient world called exaggeration. And, and, the, and it's exaggerated to make a point. And so it says, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even life itself cannot be my, my disciple. What it's really, it, it's an exaggerated point the writer Luke has put here because it's really trying to say that, that what we have to do is we need to make sure that when it comes to making choices for God, that God is first in our life first in our life. And if it comes down to choosing between family and God, that we would choose God. Uh, The word hate immediately, I don't know about you, but immediately kind of is jarring and and even offensive. And you stop and you think to yourself, how can an all-loving God tell us to hate those in other places we're told to love? And really what the what the, the point that's being said here, what Jesus is trying to communicate to here is that we have to make sure that the priorities of our life are that, are that God is first in our life. He is first choice in our life. 
It isn't anything to do with hating in the sense of how we would understand that word. Rosemary and I in our relationship through the years have often talked about the priorities in our life. I have on many occasions given messages and talks on priorities. And, and, and clearly the first priority in our life is to say that God is first, that God, that Jesus is Saviour, that the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us life. And to be honest with you, if I'm to love Rosemary and my family better, the best way I can do that is to put God first in my life, to put Him first in my life. And, and that's what this passage is saying. And so when it says, whoever doesn't carry the, uh, carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple, what Jesus is trying to communicate to us, it's a serious decision to follow me. This is just not like a half-hearted, I'll be with you type decision, but it is a serious decision to count the cost. And then there's two stories here about building and about soldiers going to war, about the fact that before you make a decision to be a follower of Christ, make sure you've thought it out. And don't just be a Christian or a Catholic because that's what you were raised in. I remember a Catholic priest used to say to me all the time when I was younger, he said, you can't make a decision to be, to, to be Christian, Bruce, based on the family you were born into or the fact that, you've, that your parents were committed Christians and Catholics. That, that, he said, that doesn't count. At some point, you have to make a decision as to whether you'll be a Christian, whether you'll follow Christ yourself. Uh, and I remember he used to use this term, God's got no grandchildren, he's only got sons and daughters people who have chosen Him. And then in verse 33, it says, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. Well, we all know that that's not practical, is it? Uh, the reality is, is that most of us are not called for that because in other places, it talks about steward, stewarding those things that we have in the Scriptures, it tells us. What, what Jesus is trying to communicate, what Luke, by constructing it this way, is trying to communicate to us is the fact that, that we have to make sure that our possessions are not first before God and His will in our life. And so as you reflect on this passage of Scripture, as you reflect on it, it is about placing God at the centre of our life, first in our life, His will in our life, before even other things that are important in our life that are essential for life. It's where is God first in our life? And I pray that as you re reflect on this and as you read this and as you prepare for Holy Week in reading this, that it would cause you to examine your heart and your life. And if, the, and if you find yourself in areas where you need to come back to God, that you would do so. Ask His forgiveness, say, God, I'm sorry, forgive me, and then come back to God and place Him at the centre of your life. It's a beautiful passage, a powerful passage, a challenging passage uh, of Scripture. Well, as we conclude today, I said yesterday that the, the personal prayer book that I wrote on how to, how to say a prayer, how to pray, which is a very simple book for anybody contributing, I'd love to just send this to you. You decide how much you want to contribute and uh, I'll just send this to you. Uh, any extra that you do give helps the ministry, but it also helps us to be able to get it to people who can't afford to receive these things. I don't, I don't want people to miss out. So if you go to the Give tab, go to... Uh, uh, the dress on the screen and you just determine how much you want to give and that will help. And I pray it really blesses you. This is the way I have prayed for over 30 years, nearly 40 years of my life since I was taught to do so. Loving Father, I thank you today that you love us. I pray, Lord God, that we would experience you and place you at the centre of our life first above all else. 
And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.